Hello, my name is Bruce, and I'm coming to you to share poems that God has given to me over the years. And when we think about Jesus, you think about him as being kind and being uh, compassionate. I'd like to show you all of the areas of Jesus in this poem here, the ones that I, I see here. So I'd like you to listen, but before that I'd like to read some scripture. The first one is found in Luke, and it's Luke chapter 22, and we're reading, starting at verse 41. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and kneeled down and prayed, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his swat, his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Now, this was in what happened to Jesus when he was going he was headed toward the cross and he was on the Mount of Olives and he was with his disciples with James and John and and uh, Peter. He had them up close and then other disciples down a little ways. But he, sa he said, watch and pray. He said, I'm going to go and talk to my father. And he went a stone's throw away and he kneeled down and he started calling out to God. This was the hardest place that Jesus had come to so far. At any time he could have stopped it. Being God, he could he could have uh, just said, that's enough, I'm not going to take any more of this. And So that's it, you're on your own. But his love for us was so strong that he was willing to keep on going, even in the hardest time of his life. In the time when he had no answers, in the time when all he could do was just cry out to his Heavenly Father and just keep on trusting. Because after he said, He said, he asked, Father, take, let this cup pass from me. But then after that, he said, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. He went God's way, obeying the Heavenly Father, because he knew that he was going to be the sacrifice for our sins. Jesus knew that. The Heavenly Father knew that. The Holy Spirit knew that. God knew that this was going to happen. In fact, this is what had to happen in order for God to give us salvation. Or we would have had to go and kill an animal like before and use the blood, and that blood was supposed to be for our salvation. But God changed the circumstances, and he took the penalty for our sin. No other animal had to die for, uh, for the sins of the people. 
as Jesus died for all. So with his love and with his with all that he did there, listen to what else in Hebrews chapter five and verse seven it says who in the days of his flesh when he had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared he feared not in the thing of, of fearing his heavenly father but in the thing of loving his heavenly father and not wanting to do anything to hurt him. He was fighting his flesh because his flesh was saying, no, I don't want to do this. Just like our flesh does the same thing. Our flesh says, no, I don't want to go through this. I don't want to have this pain. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to have this sickness. I don't want to have this disease. I don't want to have this, this, uh, all these afflictions. I don't want to have this pain. But when we go through all of that for the Lord, we are suffering for Jesus. We are suffering for God. Just as Jesus was suffering for us here, we have to suffer sometimes in our lives. And when we get to the place where there isn't any more strength left in us, we can look back at what happened to Jesus. We can look back to him being in that garden. We can look to the fact that he was betrayed by one of his friends, by someone that that he taught for three and a half years along with the other 11 disciples tried to pour into him all that needed to be done but Judas at the start there he must have been doing okay because he was out there um, casting out de devils in the name of Jesus and and um, preaching the word or whatever was needed. I mean, he was he was there. He was doing it. But something happened. Whether it was greed that got him or whether it was he got hurt because um, uh, the Lord um, uh, chewed him out for uh, for this lady who brought this box, this alabaster box of ointment to, to anoint his feet and poured it on his head and started wiping his feet with her hair. And Judas is going, hey, that could have been given to the poor. That money could have been given to the poor. And Jesus said, leave her alone. She's doing a good thing for me. You always have the poor with you. But me, you will not have always. Because Jesus knew that he was going to die. He was, he was headed for the cross. He knew what they were going to do with him. He knew that they were going to pound nails into his hands and his feet. He knew that they were going to put that crown of thorns on his head. 
He knew that because he knew the scriptures. And he is the word of God. He knew all the scriptures. Even back when he didn't have the New Testament. Just the Old Testament. But he kept referring back to it. Back to the Old Testament. But Jesus loved us so much that he was willing to just keep on going. But when you think about Jesus... This poem right here kind of just opens up his life and his feelings toward all the situations that are happening. Someone said, I don't know if this is scripture, I don't think it is, but it might be. But it says, the windows, the windows of our, the eyes of our, our eyes are the windows of our soul. There you go. The eyes are the windows of our, a window of our soul. So when people look in our eyes, unless somebody's really good about blocking that out and being impassive or something, but but it's normal people, you know, they're just when somebody when something happens, immediately something it comes out of our eyes, whether it sparks, showing anger or 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 showing love and tenderness and compassion, you know, all of the things that can come through our eyes. But what about Jesus? Let's take a look. This is called His Eyes. Eyes of a carpenter, a not-too-tall frame, sandals on dusty feet, Jesus His name. No outward beauty can we see an ordinary man like you and me. Spoke with authority, demons cast out. Commanded by God's Son, left with a shout. Knowing Jesus, obeying seemed wise. Seeing the fire in his eyes. Sickness healed, disease to go. Leopards cleansed, his love to show. Compassion poured from his eyes as Jesus answered all their cries. Multitudes fed on a grassy hill by loaves and fish thousands to fill through his eyes we see each face their need met by God's grace scribes and Pharisees knew the law but love and mercy you never saw in his eyes an angry burn upbraiding them so they would learn Jesus were excuse me children were brought Dis disciples said no but Jesus blessed them and let them go in his eyes, his eyes shone his delight. In his arms, all is right. Death stalked a widow's life, care, head bowed in careworn strife. Compassion leaped from his eyes. Weep not, said he, young man, arise. Lazarus dead, his sisters grieve. You did not come, but we believe. With tears falling from his eyes, Lazarus, come forth, Jesus cries. Through his eyes we see our Lord. In each act his love is poured. Soon he is coming from the skies. Gladness and shining from his eyes. Oh, Lord Jesus, we come before you now and we thank you. That is, we can see through your eyes, Lord, this world and the needs and the problems and the things that are happening. 
And we can look in the scriptures and we can see how that you loved people. How you cared for them, Lord. You are the answer for the lepers. You are the answer for all the outcast people, Lord. You are the answer. You love the outcast. Lord, you didn't just heal the lepers. You reached out and you touched the lepers. You became involved with what was going on with them. You could have gotten the leprosy, but you didn't. Oh, Lord God, the sick were right there. They wanted to touch you so they would be healed, and you allowed them to touch you. And then you moved out into a boat, and you sat down, and you started teaching the people because you know it wasn't just healing that had to happen, but there had to be a healing in the heart. And so the word had to be spoken because you know that your word is the thing that breaks the yoke. Oh God, your word is the thing that causes the the hearts to cry out to you because your word through the Holy Spirit touches and ministers and brings the help that is needed, brings the encouragement and the strength and all that we need. And oh Lord God, You know what it means to be sick. You know what it means to hurt. You know what it means to be in agony. Oh, God. And you touched the blinded eyes. You touched the the lame and made them to walk. You touched the, the demonic and cast them out of the people. Oh God, you showed your power and you told the the devils to shut up because they knew who you were and it wasn't time to reveal you yet. You spoke to the devils and they had to leave. They had no choice. And oh Lord God, you are all powerful. You are almighty and we love you And we want you to be the Lord of our lives. And so, Lord, we just put ourselves in your hands. Oh, God, we trust in you. We give to you our lives. Oh, Lord God, we give it all to you, Lord. You're the only one who has the answer to our needs. Lord, those that have no food, you can bring food to them, Lord. You can bring people Lord God, meet this need. Those that are hurting, those that are lost loved ones, Lord, you can bring the help, you can bring the comfort and the peace. Oh, let them see how much you love them and care for them. Oh, Lord, you can bring the help, Lord. You can bring the peace when when we're betrayed, Lord, when we're betrayed by our loved ones, by those who love us, those who, and yet, betray us. Oh, Lord God, you knew the same thing with Judas happening, and let you, and, and yet, when he came to betray, you said, you said, friend, wherefore art thou, wherefore art thou come? You say, friend, where have you been? That's basically what he said. But he called him friend. Friend. And that's what Jesus is. 
He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He's a wheel within a wheel. He's the wheel within a wheel. He is with us always when we call upon him and give it all to him. When it's all his, all of it, he's moving on. When there's anything that we leave out that makes us fall flat on our faces. Because when we hold on to something that God doesn't want us to have, it destroys us on the inside. And God doesn't want us to hurt. He doesn't want us to be destroyed on the inside. He wants us to be delivered and set free. So right now, Lord, each one that is hearing my voice, right now, Holy Spirit, as you are touching these souls, as you have met, you have met the need, you have, the door is being knocked on right now, Lord. Oh, God. And there's food outside the door. They just have to open the door. Oh, God, the need is being met because you can meet all the needs. Lord, we just have to put it all in your hands and trust you. Oh, God, when we're afraid, when we feel like the devil's attacking us, the Bible says, Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The devil has to flee. When we humble ourselves and pray and seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways, we give it all to him. Then he will hear our prayers and he will forgive our sin. And he will heal our land. He will heal our family. He will feel our city. He will heal our nation. He will heal our world, Lord God. You are coming so soon. Heal the backsliders, Lord, and bring them home. Show them how much you love them and care for them. Whatever it takes, Lord, bring them home. Oh, God, if there's one that doesn't know you, cause them to call upon you. Cause them to say, Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Be the boss. Be my Savior. Oh, forgive me of all the wrong things I've ever done. Forgive me of my sin. Take me in. Forgive me of all the wrong things I have said. Oh, God, set a watch over my lips that I won't speak that way. Oh, God. I give myself completely to you now. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus is Lord, brothers and sisters. Make him the Lord of your life. God bless you.